Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Reading from the New International Version of the Bible, Romans chapter 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and pleasing and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Paul gives us some very detailed instruction on godly living. And the type of life that we're supposed to have in Christ can only happen through the transforming work of the Holy Spirit in operation in our lives and in our minds. In verse 2, Paul says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So this transformation that's to take place, that word that's used there is the Greek word, the same Greek word we get the the English word metamorphosis from. A metamorphosis is what a caterpillar goes through in becoming a butterfly. And so we're to be transformed, metamorphosed, from what we were born as into what God would have us to become. How does this happen? By the renewing of our mind. 
How are our minds renewed? By the present work of the Holy Spirit, transforming us into the image of Jesus Christ. And so we're not to conform with the way that this world operates. We're to be transformed by the renewing of our minds through the person and work of the Holy Spirit in operation in us. And if that occurs, or rather when that transformation occurs, we will be able to test and approve what God's will is. We'll be able to discern what the will of God is for us. Paul goes on to talk about the body of Christ and our corporate identity. Verse 3, For by grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, I want to just pause for a second, Paul uses a number of illustrations to explain the body of Christ, the collective gathering of believers in Jesus Christ around the world for all ages. And one of the terms he uses is the body of Christ. Now, this idea of the body is in comparison with the human body. And he says, just as a human body has many members, and these members don't all have the same function, so in Christ, this body of Christ, though many individuals form one separate body, and each member belongs to all the others. And so the the illustration being, just as your human body needs all of its parts functioning in full operation for it to be a healthy body, the same in the body of Christ— And if I could be so bold, the body of Christ is divided into local bodies. Uh, Churches would be a local body of Christ or a local expression of the body of Christ. Paul goes on to say in verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Now, normally when we think of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we think of the list in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 prophecy and teaching and so forth, speaking in tongues. But there's a different list here. It overlaps some of the 1 Corinthians 12 gifts, but some of them are different. And so he lists prophesying, he lists lists serving. Serving is not shown in 1 Corinthians 12. Teaching, teaching is held in 1 Corinthians 12. Encouraging is new. Giving is different. We don't have that in the other list. Leading, it shows up in this list, and showing mercy. I'll read it in the, in the words of Paul. Verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So let's look at these individually. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. In other words, there are degrees of the gift of prophecy and operation in believers. Jesus said, my people hear my voice, my sheep hear my voice. Therefore, all of God's people are able to hear the voice of God on some level. But obviously, some are able to hear better than others. Hence, do this in accordance with your faith, commensurate with your faith and your ability to hear from God. Uh, You prophesy. Prophesying is sharing what the Lord is saying at a given point in time. And so this idea of all of God's... Remember, Moses said, I would that all of God's people would prophesy. Joshua questioned two men other than Moses prophesying, and Moses was thrilled they were prophesying and said that he would to God that all of God's people would prophesy. Well, now in the New Testament context, because of the finished work of Christ, we can all prophesy, i.e., 
hear from God and share what God is saying in a different moment in time. It goes on to say in verse 7, if your gift is serving, then serve. Now, you may have never thought, friends, that serving is a gift from God, but it is. I've known people that just had what we call a servant's heart, and it's clear that they revel in serving others, and this um, this gift of serving is certainly a God-given gift that's needed in churches and fellowships and ministries around the world. So if your gift is serving, then by all means, give expression to the gift and serve. Serve for the glory of God. If it's teaching, then teach. Day after day, I'm in operation of the, uh, the gift of teaching that's been given to me, and so I, I teach according to the gift that's been given to me. In my natural self, I'm not a teacher, but because of the Lord's work in transforming me and renewing my mind, I'm able to teach the things of God. It goes on in verse 8 to say, if your gift is encouraging, then by all means, give encouragement. Once again, you may have never thought of this as a spiritual gift, but it is. You know, some people, you get around them, and after you, you're with them for an hour, you feel condemned, depressed, sad, rejected. Other people you get around, and you feel so built up and encouraged and strengthened. This is the gift of encouragement and operation. So if you've been given the gift to encourage others, by all means, give encouragement in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If it's giving, give generously. This, of course, is talking about financial giving. This is a spiritual gift as well. If it's leading, do it diligently. Leadership is a spiritual gift. Showing mercy. If you have the gift of showing mercy, by all means, show mercy and do it cheerfully. More life instructions for Christians from Paul. Verse 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Now, this is certainly not the pattern of this world. Remember, Paul said to be transformed, not according to the patterns of this world, but the renewing of your mind according to God's will, his pleasing and perfect will. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor. Serving the Lord, be joyful in hope, be patient in affliction, be faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. So these life instructions are very practical. Paul goes on to say, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now in saying, as far as it depends on you, that means that you and I, friends, have to do what's right, even if the other person does not. We must strive to live at peace with all men. Obviously, in this fallen world, it's not always possible, but we're not to repay evil for evil. We're not to be conceited and proud. We're to attempt to live at peace with everyone. Inasmuch as it's up to us, the Lord holds us responsible. So I I just acknowledge the fact it's not always up to us, but as much as it's up to us, we need to do what's right. Paul says, do not take revenge because it's the Lord's to avenge. And finally, not to be overcome by evil, but to overcome evil with good. Lord, we pray that we would be those who are not overcome by evil, but we are those who overcome evil with good, the good of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that I and the listeners would be transformed by the renewing of our mind, the work of the the Holy Spirit transforming us, God. Let your transformation continue. Let that metamorphosis from what we were to what we shall be continue. Lord, we thank you that we're many members in the body of Christ and we have different gifts and functions. 
Lord, I pray for those who prophesied that they would do so in accordance with their faith, for those who served that they would serve zealously, for those who teach they would teach godly principles, for those who encourage God, let them give encouragement where it's needed, to those who give financially, let them give generously, for those leaders among us, let them do it diligently, for those who show mercy, let them show it cheerfully. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.